Right, Shalom everybody. It's actually Ashkafa because I just wanted to decide with one quick arm yesterday's daf. The Gemara spoke about the concept of Yagatim Matasatam. The person who puts an effort into his learning will be successful. So the Shaila is the Chakira is does that mean Bidafka and the person who believes it itself? He puts an extra year, extra work, spends an extra hours in the learning? Or let's say a person has to walk to get a safer. A person has to go downstairs to get something downstairs, get a cup of, co- get a cup of coffee, cup of, cup of drink. Is that also part of the Yagi and the learning? That's a Shaila. Why is it Ashkafa? Because there's no bus service today. Rafkanos today. So I had to walk around the school. So as in a way, I was thinking about the Shaila. Is that po- called part of the Yagiyah and the learning? Is that called Yagatim Matzah? So nice and beautiful Rashi. Menachos on the above, the Zion, I think. The Gemara there says that Rav Yisuf forgot a certain halacha. And the Gemara says that Rav Yisuf went to his Talmud to teach him that halacha. Says the Gemara, why did the Talmud come to teach Rav Yisuf? Why did Rav Yisuf go to his Talmud? And for Daniel, the Gemara, we should because it would be better that way. What does it mean to be better that way? Zot Rashi, Mishon, Yogatu, Matzasatamen. Arkhamar, you see Rashi's learning that part of the Yigiyah that a person's learning is not just the actual Limud itself, it's actually going to the place of Limud. The Yigiyah that he puts in is also called Yogatu, Matzasatamen. Zayn? Yeah, Zayn. The Yagatu Matzatzi Rashi also in Shuvis writes, I one of the earlier Shayna writes this as well, that a pers- the Yagatu Matzatzi Nagmar doesn't mean Dafka, the actual Lima, the actual hours he's spending in this matter, a person who goes far away to learn, a person who came to Eretz Yisrael, so we're in the Shayna in other places as well, but a person who specifically comes to Eretz Yisrael to learn also, the Sechar and the Plain, the Sechar and the Yagiyah coming to learn, part of the learning. But the Yeshua, the Talmud of Trumas Hadeshin, writes the Anhogus of his Rebbe, Trumas Hadeshin. And he writes that his rabbi got very upset that there was some rich Talmudim, rich Bachim, who decided instead of getting up to get their smart, they're going to have a swivel table around them. And instead of having to get up, they'll just swivel the table around, they don't have to get the safer. Zuck teacher was a He's very upset. He said, part of the Yagiyah and the learning is to get up and get the safer. So I was talking to some, some of the guys yesterday, we were just schmoozing. Obviously, there's a balance. There's no Indian to spend 20 minutes trying to figure out the, a word. You know, you probably should just ask somebody or get a gesture or look it up. You know, you have to figure out what goes into being, you know, practical and not wasting time versus the again the learning. Initially, discussion Saita, the Gemara brings down the story that there was a woman who went. There was a basic message in her city, and she went to the further basic message. Zakti Gemara, she got more schar kashar alichem. Frak the afraid of me. If he does, the chaven and others. What do you mean? Should I walk around the shul five times to get more schar kashar alichem? No, the schar has to be because there's a reason to go to that place. So you have to figure out exactly when it goes into the key of the learning and when you just stop wasting time. It's something. Have to work on something to think about. So that's one thing you've got to it's also part of the key of the learning is not just learning itself, the effort you put in. Just one other art from the Vilna Gai. Yesterday we spoke out the concept of and then you have got to it's also. We brought down the Gemara Nita Daflama, the Gemara spoke out that in the womb we learned to call Terakula. Right before we left, we forgot the Terak. There's a beautiful shot of the brother of the Vilna Gai, my brother of the Vilna Gai. It's a beautiful shot in this Gemara. So we were talking about the Indian of how a person balances learning itself versus how you Mekayim Torah. It brings down Chazal tell us that a person who is learning Mekayim, Muta Shalyot Labra Elam, a person who is learning Torah, he's not Mekayim, he's learning it, barely didn't come to this world. The reason why we learn to call Torah in the womb is that Hashem wanted to tell us, if your whole purpose in this world, your topic is supposed to learn, you should have just stayed in the womb. You're doing a much better job learning in there. You have a Malach, much better. You're not going to bottle in there. Very good, very nice. You came to this world to mekayim your learning. And Avada, you have to learn, you have, learning is the Iker, you have to learn, you have to learn what you're supposed to do. But the Iker thing, the reason why we're in this world is to mekayim your learning. If not, we just learn how to have continue learning in the womb. That's what Rabbi Avram, the brother of the girl, shot in the Gemara.
Okay, moving along, Davzayin. Davzayin, sorry. Davzayin. There's quite a few things on this daf that, you know, we'll see if we can get to. Obviously, the Gemara on the base is really exciting. The Gemara of Chayim uh, Inish, we'll see how much we can get to there. Maybe if we don't finish the Indian now, we can definitely finish it closer to the Perm. Definitely always an exciting thing to talk, exciting thing to talk about. So first of all, we spoke yesterday this year quickly that the Gemara mentions that Mordechai and Esther requested that they write the Megillah down. The Chum said, we don't want to write it down. The Torah sounds like I only got to write the Amalek three times and not four times until the Chazal came from the Trash to write it four times. So we spoke yesterday in the Adam we were talking about the Inyan Asmachta, the Inyan of Ramazim in the Torah. So we mentioned yesterday, it sounds very much like these Drashas are legitimate Drashas. Rabban are coming along and saying, we don't want to write it again because it sounds like the Torah that's only three times. And I, I'm, not, I'm assuming that that's not a Dinder I don't think this is a, a, a legitimate drasha on a Dinder level. So it sounds very much like the Asmachta over here is definitely related to what the Torah's Kavana was. The Yushami itself, though, asks the Kasha. The Bible doesn't ask the Kasha. The Yushami asks the Kasha, how can Mordecai and Esther write down the Megillah, Ain Bez and Yochalakar, the same Kasha we've seen already a few times. Yushami asks the Kasha. And Yushami answers... That, just like the Gemara that Beit Yushami answers this, the Yushami answers again over here, that it was Marumas to Moshe Rabbeinu already. Already Moshe Rabbeinu was a Kabbalah, they were going to write down the Megillah, and Moshe Rabbeinu put the Remez in the Torah itself. So you see again this concept, I'm not sure if the Ramazim, the Gemara over here, is learning about the Yushami, these are actually the Rice, the Ramazim, but you see clearly Yushami is learning that already Moshe Rabbeinu was Marumas in the Torah, that the Megillah should be written down. So again, this is not a regular Asmachta, clearly, according to everybody, this Asmachta is a legitimate Asmachta, is what the Kavana of the Pesukim were, not just the Rabbana were trying to find the Remez, Azekha for the Yin. Moving on to the Gemara on the bottom. This is something that, something that I've, I don't have good answers to these questions yet. I'll try to just speak out something that I've been working on for, for a while, and something I don't, have, I don't have a clarity in, but we'll try to speak out at least what we do know, and, this, and you know, leave, uh, leave it up to the island to come back and help for the parts that we're unclear about. The Gemara brings down Esther, Kehela, Shirashir, we have Machlaikis, whether they're Matamis Yedayim or not. Okay? What is Matamis Yedayim? The Gemara Chavis is a Chazal made of Takana, that Zipri Kedish and Matamis Yedayim. If people were storing their food in, in Zipri Kedish, and the Chacham didn't want people to do it anymore, so they said that we're Matamis Yedayim. So the Gemara sounds like, and let's just pick out Kehela, for example. The Gemara says, Kehela's ain't Matamis Yedayim, Mibnei Shechach Mosli Shashlaimi. Kehela's not Matamis your hands because the Chachmach Shlaimi. Sounds very much like. Kahelas doesn't have the status of Kisvei Kodesh, doesn't have the status of Tanakh, and it's just a Chachm of Shleimah. What does it with Ruach HaKodesh, what does it with Nebuah, and in Melo, it's not Matamati Dayan, which sounds very much like in our Gemara. Like Kahelas, when you look at our Tanakhs, we have in our Svarim, we have in our, in our book of Tanakh, we have Kahelas included, we have Mishnah included, we have Shirashir, we have Esther. It sounds like that, that's Machlaikis. The Tanakh that we have, it sounds like we're poskening in our Gemara, but it sounds like the Ramadan and the Gemara held that some of the Sephardim that we have in Tanakh are not legitimate Svarim. So the question is, is that true? You know, what, first of all, what does the Makart to say that we have Chavta al Tanakh? Where does that come from? And is that something that everybody agrees to? That's the shayla that I want to try to extend the next five minutes on. Again, certain things I don't have a clarity on, but at least some things we'll have to speak out. It's going to be tomorrow, though. Alex, what are you having then, right? It's a Machlech is actually a Mishnah Kalim. It's a Machlech is a Mishnah Kalim. All of these things. Kehal, Shir, Shir, Esther, Machlech is a Mishnah Kalim, Tanoim, whether it's a Mishnah Kalim. Yeah, yeah. So let's just start the Chazan Ish in Yodayim, in Parak Tes, seems to say pretty clearly that that's part of the Gemara Shiloh. The Gemara Shiloh is, is Kahelis part of Kisikayesh or not? It's going back and forth in the Shiloh. That's very much what it sounds like from Chazan Ish. You can take a look inside and tell me what you think. That's the Chazan Ish in Yodayim, Parak Tes, 
But let's take a step back and let's talk about what's the Makar that there's Chavdatsa for Tanakh. So we're not going to discuss today the fact that if you look in our farm, we have Shmuelah, Shmuel Beis, Malach Malach, Malach Beis. We're not going to discuss the things that the Christian editors did. That will leave for another time. We'll leave uh, to Josh to, uh, to tell us about that. But... I was to share that one time from someone. Oh, So that will leave for another time. But now, let's just discuss where did the Chavdatsa for Tanakh come from. So it's interesting. It's not in the Gemara, it's not in the Bavli, it's not in the Yushami, the Stakuda. The Bavli in Bhagavad Gita brings down who wrote which Svarim, but it doesn't tell us how many Svarim there are. So the question is, do we have a Makar to send or Chavtatsa for Tanakh? That's one Shail. The second Shail is, who decided what's going to be part of the Sefer Tanakh? We know that there are many other Svarim, there's Sefer Ben Sira, Sefer Maccabeum, other Svarim which were written in the times of Chazal, the same times as Nabiim. Who decided what's going to be part of Tanakh? Was that a Messiah, Allah, Mishri, Sinai? Was that a Kapala? Where is that from? So. A very important on the going. Mishlei actually as well. The Vilna Goyen in Parak of Dalit, Pasuk of Gimel, Mishlei writes like this. He, the Pasuk that he's going on, this is why he brings down this Yisai, it's an important Yisai. The Pasuk says, Gam Haker panim b'mishpat baltei. The pasuk is referring to the chacham doing something in regard to the Nevi'im. Says says it on the guy. Ki anshek nasas agdola heim histiru hanavim aksuvu. The anshek nasas agdola. The Gemara in Babasha tells us who wrote which sefer. Says the Vilna guy. It was the anshek nasas agdola were the ones who were dis- who decided what's going to be part of the canon of Tanakh. What's going to be included in our in our in our svar. Ubatehel shenar alpidav rachakodesh sidru shama. Says the Vilna guy. Very important. We like to think that, let's say, Tehillim was written all by David Amel. Let's say, Kahal's name was all written by Shalem. Mishnah by Shalem. It says in the line, it wasn't like it. The Achik Nesadayla took, let's say, Tehillim, most of it was written by David. It says, says the Gondagai, that the Chacham, Achik Nesadayla, came along and they, they said that Tehillim's going to be all of the, all of the types of Piyutim, which are Shiris and Tishbok and Takalish Baraku. So most of them are David, but Achik Nesadayla added some other ones as well. That's what he says. That's why if you look at Tehillim, sometimes Tehillim starts off with Tzvila or Mizmar Asaf. Why? Because the Taqwa was written by David Amalaf. The Anshak Nesagel decided we're going to put that all in Tehillim. And then he brings down, Okay, Mishlei, also by Koach Hoch, Mitzvah Musra, and again, already said Mishpar. He says as well, the Gabi Mishlei. That's what we find. He says, Talk about the Chacham Mishlei. What about the Chacham? It was Shlomo Amalaf. The Territ says, Most of Mishlei was written by Shlomo Amalaf. However, the Anshak Nesagel were the ones who were Mitzadar. They organized it, arranged it, and they were the ones who canonized the Svarim which are going to be in Tanakh. Now the Shaila is okay, but what about the Chavdal? Did Chacham, did Chacham have a Maramakim to say there's going to be 24 Sefer Tanakh? Well, that was the decision that Chacham made on their own. So, before we get to that, let's just speak out for one second the other Svarim. There are other Svarim written at the time. There's Sefer called Ben Sira, Sefer Maccabeum, different Svarim which were written also in the times of Chazal by Jewish people, and those are part of the Sefer Tanakh. So the Gemara Tzahedrin says that a person is not allowed, not, not allowed to learn Ben Sira. And the question that Rishayim asks, what do you mean? We find all over the Gemara quotes Ben Sira. So it's a beautiful shot by Ruben Margolius, as well as the Kerpa Hedin Yushamit Tzahedrin and Chelek, says the same shot, and that is, that all the Svar which are written at the time of the Anshik Nesak since we just explained that who was Nesaki in the Chavdat Sefer Tanakh was Anshik Nesak Mimela, at that point, at that time in history, is very dangerous for anybody else to be reading any other Svar. Why? Ben Sira, Sefer Maccabeum, is very similar in text, it's very similar in, in structure to the Sefer Tanakh. That's why the Chum said, all the Sefer which were at the time, which aren't going to be included, you're not allowed to learn. Now, any Sefer which is written later on, a secular Sefer, it's not obligatory. Nobody's going to get confused that it's part of Tanakh. 
The svar which are written in the times of, of Chazal, that Lacham said, don't read. Why? Even though maybe they have some good things inside, which is why the Gemara quotes it, but the point was, at that point, you're not allowed to learn it, because they don't want people to be confused to think it's part of the Chazal. Fine. But now, the actual svar. Does the Chazal make up that these are going to be the svar, or does the Chazal have a that we're going to have Chazal to written So again, the Gemara doesn't talk about it, however, there's a Medrash. But before we see the Medrash, let's go back one step. There's a very interesting Maritzchis. The Maritzchis, in, in his mind returns to Nevi'im, asks the Kasha, two Kasha, and said, how can a Navi write down his Nevi'im? Number one, a Navi Rishad HaChadish Dabur. We keep asking the same Kasha. Navi's not like Machadish, and he knew Halachas. How can a Navi come along and write down the Halachas, the Musar, all the things that he writes in the Nevi'im? That's one Kasha. And the second Kasha, he asks, Dvarim Shabiksav, Yatam Rishad HaLem Rabakhet, and Dvarim Shabakhet, Yatam Rishad HaLem Rabakhet, Something which is written, the Gemara gives thousands of samach, and something which is written that the Torah was given was given over b'teres teres shavapet. You're now allowed to write it down. So ask the Maritzchias l'chera that the neviim was given over as teres shavapet. It wasn't given. We didn't have it from Meishar Rabbeinu from Sinai. So how were the neviim allowed to write it down? That's his kasha. The Maritzchias offers a very creative solution. A very interesting solution. We will come back to it later. My Rashiva's father, Abzalik Epson, that's out. Shemenes Tamchacham. It's specifically an expert in these inyanim. This was something which he got very excited about. He used to give shiurim on the Maritzchias on these types of inyanim. So he offers a very interesting mahalach, and I definitely think it's MS, very very beautiful mahalach. And he suggests, it's very clear, the Medjish and Shirashir brings down, that Maish Rabbeinu got Chavdal Tzifr Tanach. So Medjish brings down, the Gemara and Brachas Nafei sounds like it all. So the Medjish, the Gemara and Brachas Nafei says, that Maish Rabbeinu got, so we spoke already earlier, that Maish Rabbeinu got everything. He got Mishnayis, Gemara, he got Tanach, he got everything. So that, that's clear. So the Medjish says, the Gemara as well as the Medjish says that Maish Rabbeinu got the Sefer Tanakh. But the Medrash adds that Moshe didn't just get Tanakh, he got Chof Dalat Sefer Tanakh. Okay, so the Medrash says, Klar, that Moshe Rabbeinu got Chof Dalat Sefer Tanakh. So the question is, did he give it over to Chayisrael and Matan Torah? So we spoke already then, that Lachar, that would be very silly. If he gave it over to Chof Dalat Sefer Tanakh, it wasn't written later on. Klar, the Machsavich, he wanted to be shining him as well as the Reben Yakar, say very clearly, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't write it down. Moshe Rabbeinu knew that they were going to be Chof Dalat Sefer Tanakh. He didn't write it down, and he gave it over to the Nabim at the time that they were supposed to write it down when the stories happened. Therefore, said Reb Zalig, Zatzal, Zak Reb Zalig Epstein, what was the Maritzchis' kasha? How could the Chacham come along later on and make up that there's, you know, these svarim, how they allowed to write down, the tarot is, of course they allowed to write it down. It was already given over to Moshe Rabbeinu at the time when the stories happened, it's allowed, it's allowed to be written down. That's what Reb Zalig said, based on these Rishayim, based on the Medrash. So it seems pretty clear that at least the Medrash... It was handed down? It was not handed down, but Moshe the Reben Yaker, the Reben Yaker asks the kasha, he says, how could the Chacham split up Treyasar into 12 Nevi'im? I'm sorry, to one, into one sefer. The Chayr is twelve different Nevi'im. Why did they put it into one sefer? Zakhar Ben Yaakov, because Chazal had a Nesayra from Moshe Rabbeinu that there's supposed to be 24 sefer, sefer Tanakh. So Mela, they had to decide what's going to be what, and that's what they said. Treyasa is going to be one sefer. That's the Ben Yaakov answer to Kasha. So you see clearly that the Chacham did not just had a Nesayra that we're supposed to write down Tanakh. They also had a Nesayra, and how many Nesayra are they going to be? So it sounds like pretty clear, at least from Rishon and Machsavitri, Ben Yaakov, that Chazal had a Nesayra supposed to be 24. Which now leads us back to our Gemara. Our Gemara seems to say that it's a machlekes whether there's 24 or not, or I'm sorry, which which svarim are included in the Sefer Tanakh. So the question is, if you don't include Kehalat, don't include Shirashir, don't include Esther, so now how do you get to 24? Either you have to say it's a machlekes, then maybe there aren't 24, or there's a very controversial Sefer Tzuyuni as well as a Rishonim and Shweb on the Rishonim, the Talmud of the Rajba. Very big Chadushim, or Meshach thought that uh, we can't say such a Chadushim, so we're, not going to, we're definitely not going to repeat it. If anybody wants to it later, we can talk about it privately. But definitely tremendous Chadush to say Pashmach Shah in our Gemara. Fine, let's go to the Gemara on the base. Let's get to the Sugya of Chayyim Inish of the Surah Kuraya. Says the Heleki Gemara. Omar Rav. Probably 
one of the favorite Gemaras, everybody, or every Yeshiva guy, in the South of Megill. Says the Gemara, we'll see how much we can get done. If not, we'll come back to it. Omar Rabba says the Hegi Gemara, Chayiv, Mechayiv, Inishim, Besuim, Peraya, Adela, Yada, Bin Ara, Haman, Levar, Mordechai. A person is obligated to live Besuimay. So this raises my focus to Rishayim. What well, the Lashon of Besuimay means, if you take a look at the Rashi, Rashi learns live Besuimay. Rashi says, Lehishtaker, Beyayim. So, to the Yukim, number one, Rashi translates the Besuimay as Lehishtaker. So Rashi is assuming that the word of Asumi is associated with the word of which we'll see as a Machlaikit. And number two, Rashi says Yai, which they're very discussed. It could be Rashi will do Dafinid Yai. Rabbeinu Fanano as well translates the word of Asumi as Lehishtaker to get drunk. That seems to be the Pashmach Chah. However, the Aruch and some other Rishayim who translate the Asumi not as Lehishtaker, and they're Medayik, and sometimes makes a Zik as well. If the Chiv, if Rabbi was just trying to tell you a person should just get drunk, so why do you use this very strange Lashon of Libisumi? That's the Kashas Hasemis asked, and the Aruch, one of the earlier Rishayim, maybe the times the Grain really. He translates the word of Basumi not as Lishtaker. It's similar to Lishtaker. It needs to get drunk, but not the same level. Okay, so we're already talking about some level, some room over here that doesn't necessarily mean to get, you know, wasted, intoxicated, something different, because I was trying to tell us with this word of Basumi versus Lishtaker. Okay, so number one, let's try to, there's a lot of different kudas, what the chiv is, who's mechaev, if you're chiv at night, a lot of different things to talk about. Let's try to see how much we can accomplish right now. When was this chiv instituted of Chayv was instituted in the times of Magic and Sakhdera, Mordechai and Esther, was it instituted later on? Okay, so that's you know, one of the first classes we try to deal with. Who was Masakid? Is it Debbie Kabbalah? Is it Rabbanon? Where did that kind of come from? So, you know, it sounds like a big marvel here. It's interesting to know, I believe the Yushami does, does not bring down the Chiyav of Chayvanish. I didn't get a chance to look it up again. But from what I remember, the Yushami does not bring down the Chiyav. So, I, I'm not sure if that means the Yushami disagrees with this halacha. And we could explain why, because if we assume it was later on Takana, then it's not so sure. If you assume it was earlier on Takana, it's hard to say to disagree, but if it's later on Takana, then it makes sense that, you know, maybe they just didn't hold this halacha of Chayvish. Or, or maybe for another reason, but let's see. So, if you read this Gemara Kapshutai, I would assume that it sounds like Rub was one of the Chayvish's halacha. Rub was one of the uh, third or fourth generation of Rub, so later on Takana. However, there, there is a Raya that at least it was earlier than Rubba. What's the Raya? Anybody any Raya's that was earlier than Rubba? It's definitely not in the Megillah itself. The Makar Pavish is definitely not in the Megillah. But we may have arrived from our Shah in Bab Mitzir. This year's in the Sakta. My name is Bab Mitzir. Yeah, Gemara Bab Mitzir says that a person is allow- allowed to lie about three things. One of the things the Gemara says is Bipuraya. So, many we should have learned that. So, Pasha Pshat Rash and Faisis have to learn that's referring to a person not allowed to lie. A person, Hamakhat, is allowed to lie. That about Tashmish, that's a Bashmish in our Gemara. However, Zokta Marshal, that is referring to that a Talmud Chacham, if a Talmud Chacham is asked on Purim, do you drink? Are you so drunk that you, know, that you don't know? Benar Hamlavar. Mordechai says to Marshal, that's what the Gemara means. The Talmud Chacham is allowed to lie and say he's really drunk. That's what Marshal learns in the law. So they were right, at least according to Marshal, Puraya was a Takana earlier on. Shmuel was the first generation of Myra. So it's clear, at least in the times of Shmuel, this Takana of Chai Finish was around. Why did he say he is? He's allowed to say that he, he got his drunk even though he didn't really drink so much. Now, the Shail Ms. Marsha is the other things in the Gemara make sense that the, the Tom Bachman was allowed to lie about. Why is the Tom Bachman allowed to lie about this thing that he's really drunk even though he's not? I don't know if anybody has any throwing it out there. What is it? Coming out there. What? Okay, that's nice. He's worried that he won't be able to say certain things that he'll regret. So definitely allowed to lie and say he did, even though that's a nice shot. Nice. Okay, so at least. Nice shot. At least we have Clara that at least there was already earlier than Rabbah, according to Marsha, but nothing earlier than Shmuel. So that's one Ara. It seems that this Takana of Chayv Ish was not necessarily instituted by Anshakan Sakdel. It could be, we must be about this another time, 
depending on what the Makar Kachayi Vinish is, it could be that there are some of our friends who do learn it was the Yanshik Esak but the Pashat Shad, it seems, was a Takana later on. Did this Takana stick around? Is this the Takana that we keep in Maskana? Stigmar brings down this, a story. Rabbi Reb Zeira of the Sudas per Madi Adadi, they had these Sudas together. If so, they got drunk. If so, come Rabbi Shafir Zeira. Rabbi got up and he shafted Reb Zeira. Again, to learn this Kamar Kapshuta, Demiri says, Shafi is Laudaka, Toshan Srita, you know, he squeezed him literally. The Marsha spoke about this yesterday. The Marsha says he can't, can't learn this from our Kapshuta. It's hard to know what, what the rest of Rishayim learned. We'll see the rest of Rishayim in a minute. It seems that the Pasha Shadimar is that he actually killed him. The Chassan Seifer in Chul says clearly that it was literal. How do we know? Because Chassan Seifer quotes his Rebbe from Nasan Adler, the Gwaran Chul is talking about there. Zaira says that a certain type of white knight is very hot, it cuts very well. Says Chassan Seifer from his Rebbe, Nasan Adler, how did Zaira know? That is Rebbe, because Rabbi used that night, so he's able to be made. Zaka Sam Seifer, even though my Rebbe said it on Purim, and he was maybe a little bit drunk, but since my Rebbe said it, we have to be powerful words of the Rebbe, the Mela, so it seems pretty clearly that at least Rabbi Nassim Adler understood this story, as well as the rest of the Rishayim. Let's take a look, before we take a look actually, there's a bunch of different Rishayim in this story. We'll I want to just maybe suggest a very interesting shot. If this is if this is a shot, I'm not sure, but at least the site is there. The Gemara brings that it was Rabbah who shafted Rav Zair. So the Yavitz brings down that what happened was is that the Elam was too happy. The Elam got a little bit out of hand, and the Gemara brings up Lama tells us that you, know, you shouldn't be too happy in this world. Until Mashiach comes, you shouldn't be too happy. So the Yavitz suggests that what Rabbah was doing was he made a trick. He made Rav Zair look, look like Rav Zair disappeared, and that's why he made everybody calm down. The Elam, you know, I remember the Yeshiva, everybody's super drunk, but all of a sudden when something happens. Or she was coming, it's right away, I'm sober. Okay, so that's what happened. Rabzera did a trick, Rav did a trick, he made it, it look like Rabzera disappeared. And so that one calmed down. Then what happened, Rabzera got very scared, it seems. I'm not sure why, because the trick was to Rabzera, so Rabzera got very scared. And that's why Rav had to die, and then he should get better. I want to suggest a little different, similar to the Ayavitz, but a little bit different. That was, the more Nita tells us, I think it's enough of Avni Beis, that Rava, I'm sorry, Rabzera, the more Rav, the Blama tells us, Rabzera was very mocked not to be happy in this world. He would never crack a smile. Okay, the radio over there says that it was an extra chumr of his, because the last year you're allowed to smile. The Gemara just says you're not allowed to be extra happy, but he took on an extra chumr. So the Gemara in Nidah Nakhabah Bumbez brings down that Rabba used to ask Abzair funny shyness. Why? The Gemara says because he was trying to get Abzair to laugh. Okay, Rabba felt that it was an important thing to get somebody else to laugh. The Chavis Yarn is safer, Mark Shisha, very interesting safer, brings down that Rabba specifically felt that Abzair, who was involved in learning, it's an interesting thing that he says, because a person who's learning constantly, he gets depressed easier. Person who's constantly, you know, using his mental energy and he's not, you know, being, he's not active, he's not getting out there. It's easier for him to get depressed. That's a rabba was trying to get Rabzera left. Says the Mar excuse over there, and that's why all the funny shilas you find in the Gemara. So you find some very strange shilas. I think it was Rav. It was possible from the Bidichus. I think so. They weren't shilas. Take a look. It'd be very gishmak. It was Rava. Very gishmak. Let's take a look after. Let's take a look again after, after the after the So. The Mara Sikhir says that's how we find all these funny shadows in the Gemara. It could be Amorim, we're trying to get the other person to laugh. So I want to say, based on this Mara Sikhir, that maybe that's what happened in the story. Rabzera again, Rabzera was even on Purr. He wasn't eating the Sanaf appropriately. So Rabba said, not like the Yadav is saying everybody was too happy. Rabba was trying to get the Elam happy. Rabba was trying to get the Elam to be happy. He was trying to do tricks over here. He made a trick on Rabzera, and then, unfortunately, Rabzera got scared, it backfired, and Rabba Tadavan, Rabzera gets back. Okay, just an interesting Nakuda why the story happened to Rabba and Rabzera. So does this halacha stand on Maskana? So we have to take a look quickly at the Ran, the over here in the back. They bring down a very interesting 
It says, The riff brings down this halacha. Omar Rav Mechayev Eish from the Tzumah Pariah. Lo Yadav Ben Arav Ben Baruch Morachal Bar Arhaman says the Hevager Ran. Look, the Ran, the top of page test, at least in my my gears over here. The Amrinah the Gemara Mechayev Lo Meimar Baruch Morachal Arhaman. Okay, Umechayev the Tzumah Lo Yadav Mike Amar. He brings out the Gemara. The Kotz Rav Meimar Pariah says Rav Meimar says the Ran from the name of Rav Pariah. My who opened the Kamrav Shachter of Zera. Now that the story, the Gemara brings down the story that Rabbi Shetter of Zera could use the Gemara into Chilei Memra the Rav of Leishat and Rav of Says the Ran Baamar says like this as well. Quotes Rabbi Nefri, one of the early Rishonim. The Gemara brought down the story of Rabbi Zera to tell you that even though originally Rabbi Masaki and the Chai finished, but after the story happened, after we see the dangers of such a Chiyot, the Rabbi Nefri Rabbatal that's Okay, that's what Rabbi Nefri says. The one on Mr. Rabbi Nefri is that Lamaisa Rabbi was after Rabbi Zera. You know, Rabbi and Rizair are the generation before Rabbi. So Rabbi came after us, and Rabbi seemed to think that Rabbi was one who said the member of Chayavinish. So you have to know, it sounds like either Rabbi didn't know that they felt it wasn't appropriate anymore after the story, or even though Rabbi said it, but the Messiah had Gemara, let's say it was Ravina Rashi, wrote down the Gemara, they brought down the story to tell you that you shouldn't do it, even though Rabbi felt it was appropriate, but still they felt it was not appropriate. Again, we Paskin, the Rip Paskins, Rabbi the Rishayin Paskin, that this halacha still stands. But it's important to remember Sir Rainer Ephraim to, at least Sir Rainer Ephraim is telling us to be careful not to chash Hashem for to lead to this type of story. <coughs> Just one more quick other, I guess, before we stop. The Gemara brings down that Rabbi Shachter of Zerah, then, so if we learn this Gemara of Shittai, that Rabbi actually Shachter of Zerah, which is the Pashup Shani's Rishayim. The Pashup Shani's Rabbi Ephraim, I would assume that Rabbi Ephraim is learning the Mark of Shittai. Rabbi Ephraim is saying that since this crazy story happened, you shouldn't do it. I would assume Rabbi Ephraim is learning the Mark of Shittai, he actually killed him. You could stretch that he didn't actually kill him. He, you know, he hurt him, you know, but I would assume that the Rebbe is actually in the Mark of Shuddai. So the Chidobi here raised a very interesting question, and we was talking about it yesterday, Dobi. The Chidobi here, as well as the Berchayetim, the Chuvis, he asks the Shiloh when Rebzera died, and then the next day Rebzera, the Rabbah brought him back to life. The Shiloh's Rebzera needed to make a new condition with his wife. Rebzera was married, and he died, and he came back to life the next day. I thought, I would think that, you know, it's a silly Shiloh. Lysus is a legitimate Shiloh, and already the Knesset Abdullah, one of the earlier part in the 1600s, says it's Pashit, that a person, a person who dies in case of Mesa, this happens, he does not have to get a new, does not make a new condition with his wife. He's not talking about Aragomar, he's just talking about Stam. So definitely a very interesting Shiloh. We don't have enough time to talk about the different studs and different riots. That is definitely an interesting Shiloh in Aragomar. Chidah, Kamrav, Meshach, and Rebzeir. Go ahead.